it up, but I'm not. Do you like the headphones? You can roll whenever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you like the headphones on? I love the headphones because I feel like I'm a legit podcaster. It makes me feel like I have a head cold. Like, this is how I sound. Yeah. And then I think, do I sound like this? This is what we sound But like. I also feel really cool. Like, these mics were in an actual studio and the headphones. I feel like, you know, roll yeah. with it. You want to tell everybody how you got that dog bite on your pinky? Not really, but now I have to. No, I'm just kidding. I have two Frenchies. Come, on, I blast them so much on Instagram, and I portray them as angels. So people are going to be like, "What?" They are not. They are, but we are having some behavioral behavioral issues. I'm still saying that weird. I can't get that out right. Behavioral. Yeah, it's a weird one. So we're having some issues, and they they are mommy and baby. Legit, like one gave birth to the other. (laughs) And they are fighting each other now. They're attacking each other. Yeah. So my girlfriend is uh, away overseas doing med school, and our dogs are full-time with me now. And we've been doing really well for the past month and a half. And now out of nowhere, they're fighting. It's funny because I have two dogs, Mm -hmm. and I portray them as crazy, and they're like the sweetest angels. Yeah. (laughs) opposite over here a little different for me (laughs) okay so i have done everything in the book trying to be more dominant separating them they got in a fight i went to try to break it up i got bit in the process so (laughs) three little puncture bites in my pinky not my hair hand so we're good how's everything else going but awesome you know what this was call week with my students also side note week is what sid Sid schedules all of her coaching students in one every other week, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I call that hell week. No, I love it. <laughs> My students love it. They get so excited. Um, we have an engagement group on Instagram, and we communicate a lot in that Instagram group. And um, they're all like, it's call week. Like, they're pumped for it. So, And I get excited for it. So it's a good time. And it just keeps me super focused and keeps them on point. And then I get to spend the whole next week off. A, doing whatever the hell I want, but B, being able to be behind the chair or to be able to check in with the students to make sure I'm holding them accountable as their coach or um, create new content with you or do this podcast. So um, it's actually a beautiful way to set boundaries and create your perfect ideal schedule, which we coach to all the time, and I'm loving my life. But one of the things that keeps coming up a lot in coaching this week and call week was a lot of our students, and I know yours too, are opening their own spaces, whether it's suites or salon spaces. And I thought we should talk about that because no one does. And it's always a freak out moment. Like everybody's in panic mode right now, but it you know always what's funny works is out. that people open businesses all the time and no one has found a way to make it not insanely stressful yeah it's it's kind of funny like we've been like for centuries just been opening Mm -hmm. businesses 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 and it's the most insane process for everyone um but yeah I have two I think I have two or three or maybe four students that I work with um that are opening salons and it's kind of getting out of control like in a good way. I'm so proud to be the coach that, like, <laughs> they come to us to help them do yeah. those things. And it's wonderful. But it's so funny because I remind them all the time, first off, it's very rare that, <laughs> that a salon or a suite has opened and within their first week failed. Okay. Right. I don't see the how that's possible. It's also very hard 
like you have to put effort in destroying a business. Right. Like a lot of effort. Like or you, none. Or not. Like <laughs> you have to I mean, you have to like literally remove yourself completely because if you are there at all, it, it's just gonna thrive. Well, here's the thing. The human brain and the body are all kind of structured to keep you alive and keep things moving. So if you put yourself in a situation where you have to open it and you have to make it work, because that's the part that people are freaked that are freaked out about is that when they go to open the business, they don't have it once they once they sign that lease, they don't have a choice. Like yeah, now you've opened go like time. Now you're going. <laughs> and I think that freaks people out. But it's like that's what that's that moment is the is the moment that everyone avoids. And I just think millennials and Generation Z, the next generation after millennial, they are entrepreneurs. Yeah. And they're trying to do it by opening suites, which which is cool. But I I do think that if you want to make money and grow culture and a team, you gotta have people working with you. Yeah. And I think even with suites, it gets lonely. Yeah. I I have a few people I, that work in salon suites, and it's nice, and they feel independent. But I always get, I'm like, what happens if? Yeah. You break your arm. Absolutely. So, just side note on that. One thing I highly suggest, and I do this with my suite owners, is first have a medical plan set up in addition to insurance, like mm-hmm. a medical fund, because I think that's always prepared. Um, just because if something were to happen, that you are protected and safe and um, you can't take the time off and not stress about trying to come back and hurt yourself again, trying to rework and get the money. Uh, even with even with medical, the client part is scary. Yeah. How long are you going to be out? Where are they going to go? Absolutely. So having that backup plan, but... One thing I have my sweet owners do is make their own community as if you were working in a salon with other hairstylists. Like, know your community. Know who's strong at balayage. Know who's strong at cutting. Know who's strong at this. So if you had to send clients out for specific reasons that you had a good community that you knew would also share back with you. So right. it's very important. It's hard. I don't think it's people's natural. No, I'm like, find someone on Instagram that you like and admire in your community and take them out to coffee and be like, listen, <laughs> Destroy the Hairdresser told me to be friends with you and that we are each other's backup plan if something medical happens. They may think you're insane, but. For sure. They'll call you when something But all the best ones are. <laughs> but, it, but it's been fun to watch people open businesses and, and put themselves out there and push themselves to the limit because I know that once they send that lease, even though. It comes with so many other issues like hiring and structure and policies and procedures and things like that. I know that in the end, it'll be so fulfilling for them. So Mm -hmm. you have to really want to be uh, a business owner. I told uh, the the trend this week in call week has been with my salon owners. um, I'm reminding them that they're parents and that Mm -hmm. they're now parents of how many adults (laughs) and that no matter what the dynamic in the salons is you will always be the parent figure if you're running it successfully. And you have to be. And you have to be. Because if you're not, if honestly, if you're not a parent figure um, and your staff is overtaking you, you're two steps away from being a walkout. So if you are a true leader, you have taken on that parental role. There's empathy in your leadership. You're, you're doing it right. But that also means dealing with people's bullshit. And it also means repeating yourself. Repeating yourself constantly. I think we say that in yeah. a lot of podcasts, but it's it's the number one issue that leaders have and business owners have is why do I have to keep repeating myself? And I always tell them that's the same that's reason what you, you signed up for. It should have been in this contract. But it's also the same reason that adults have to be told and shown how to wash their hands in the bathroom <laughs> because they 
for for a hundred years can't figure it out in their lifetime. Or there's directions on the back of a shampoo bottle. Yeah, like don't. And then my favorite is the curling iron tells you not to put the curling iron in your eyeball. There's a specific <laughs> tag. On some asshole irons. had to go ruin it for all of us. <laughs> but it's just so funny. It's like. When you you don't think you have to repeat yourself and the government has to put tags to tell you not to put hot irons in your eyeballs? I don't, I just, to me it's silly that okay. you think you're going to be able to say something once and it be done. Like I legit have a burn on my shoulder right now from curling my hair the other day. <laughs> it slipped out of my hands yeah. and burned me. And Why isn't that on there? <laughs> I should have been warned. <laughs> eyeballs are more precious. Um, but yeah, so with, when it comes to leadership, I also notice a lot of people not wanting to be a boss. Yeah. I'm going to open a salon because I, I, but I don't want to be a boss. And that <laughs> cracks me up. Like, even if you have a booth rental salon, you're, you have to lead a team. You I, are the one that takes the <laughs> risk. When they walk out on you, you're the one that has, has to pay the bills. So yeah. it doesn't matter. You, you still, you're going to be a parent no matter what. My, one of my biggest, my best advice that I can give to leaders out there that have a team or that are parent to their team is stop micromanaging because it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to tell people what to do and switch it and ask them how you can help them. Or when they're complaining to you, ask them what their solution is. Like yeah, whenever constantly I, redirect. I mean, I do this with my coaching students too. When they're they're having an issue, I'm like, well, what do you think the solution is? And I help guide them to the answer. I, I will always help them get to the answer, but that is part of being a leader. I had a few conversations today about this topic exactly. And it was more towards the idea of something happens, especially when we repeat ourselves a lot, we get kind of frustrated. Mm-hmm. I know I do. And, <laughs> and then when <laughs> someone comes and asks you a dumb question, you fly <laughs> off the handle because you're just <laughs> over all the questions, right? You're like, can I have some but- water? Get the fuck out! <laughs> <laughs> and the problem with that is not that you overreact. I mean, that is a problem in itself. But that's that not, is that's not the long term re- <laughs> problem. The long term problem is that no one will come to you for anything. Yeah. And then they're just fucking things up, and you're not even involved in the process. So or they fear you. And that's they the worst. You. And some people like that. I think it, that's a really that's a dictatorship way of leading. But I think the biggest thing is <laughs> I had to give people these actual verbal tools yeah that before i write scripts before you <laughs> before you answer a question i don't care what the question is you need to say that's a great question yeah or i completely understand <laughs> or i hear you <laughs> just little simple things in the beginning even if you want to say listen i completely understand i still think you're an idiot but i completely understand it but still it's softer softens <laughs> It softens the it's process, a, that, and people want you to understand, and they want you to hear them, and they want to hear it's a great question. Hey, where's the toilet paper? That's a great question, and if you don't want to answer it, you should go ask the front desk. You should go, which we don't have, but <laughs> you should go ask, you know, yeah. the manager, you the should hostess. ask the assistant or whatever, but t- you have to make it so people are comfortable asking you questions. You have. To, I always give an airplane analogy for people that don't want to be the boss. By the way, when they don't want to be a boss, that's what they're saying. I don't want to repeat myself. I don't want to have to explain things. I don't want to have to teach people anything. And that's just, if you open a business thinking that, you need to stop. Yeah. You need to not open a business. You need to reevaluate what you're doing. <laughs> but um, it's kind of like if you got on an airplane and the pilot came out and was like, which direction, where do you think we should go? And we're, and like, we're just like chatting with the pilot. <laughs> 
you'd be like, we should probably get off this fucking plane. Yeah. This guy doesn't <laughs> know what. Can you just land it? <laughs> this guy doesn't know Can what you land it? he's doing. Or this woman doesn't know what she's doing. And it's such a funny, like, you wouldn't trust that person at all. You want that person to say, this is what we're doing. Like, yeah. you don't want to see what's happening in the Whether cockpit. it's wrong or right. Like, <laughs> I mean, we run a business, obviously. We, we have three coaches now. Five, if you include us. And um, we said from the get-go, we're going to change things all the time. And it's going to be uncomfortable. But A, we're artists. B, we're creatives. We we constantly want to see what works and what doesn't. And the only way to figure that out is to try things and experience them and then make the changes that you need to change. And, you know, I have salonas that will be like, well, every time I try to make these changes and implement them, which are working in their salon and their salon's becoming better, they have people so that true. complain. And, you know, the bottom line is, I think she's going to laugh because she's going to know this is her, but one of my students said that her um, staff was complaining about um, a piece of furniture in the front of the salon. And she got frustrated because she was putting her money into buying something nice for the space, and then her staff was complaining, Mm -hmm. which, of course, that's frustrating. And I was like, it's a piece of furniture. Who freaking cares? Also, <laughs> it's your space, and you can put a piece of furniture there if you want to. But I said, next time they say something about something so small, I would make a joke and switch their consciousness to be like, why are you so worried about this piece of furniture? You should be worrying about, you know, being better at what you're doing or focus on your clients or focus on, you know, I think you bettering say, your career. I completely understand. Yeah, but it's that's staying. a great question. <laughs> but the it's staying. fucking Ottoman is staying. Yeah. <laughs> I just think, I I do think people, even when you have a team, I don't think it's bad to tell them, I hear you, but no. Yeah. Because then they know, but then they know that that's done. Yeah. It's not like, oh, well, let's, I hate when salon owners do this. Well, let's just like see how it goes for a few weeks. Like, no, we've already, we're not going to, then they're just waiting for a few weeks to go by until they could say, can you throw that in the trash? Yeah. So you need to always be clear, always set boundaries in a really respectful way. Because if you don't do it that way, you're going to start yelling at people. And then you create that cycle of hairdressers that want to go out on their own and go, I could do it better because I'm not going to react like that. And they go out on their own and they react just like that. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of keep this perpetual and cycle. And they hate being by themselves. And then they decide to open a salon. And next thing you know, they're like, I don't want to repeat myself. So yep. it's, <laughs> it's this vicious circle. And I, I think it's one of those things that leaders if have I, to stopped if i stopped repeating myself we wouldn't have we wouldn't be coaches yeah. like all i do is repeat myself call after call mm-hmm. after session after session and it like if eventually i wish some it. i wish someone <laughs> understood what i meant when i said you are extremely reactive yeah this is what's ruining your business and they go yeah you're right but then the next day go out there and do something even more reactive you're like at some point you're just like okay they don't get it but i just need to tell them again and then 5 years from now they'll Thank me for helping them understand that part of their business. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a, I, I, it doesn't matter what type of leadership you're in. Um, it's tough being the boss. It's tough being the person that feels like the bad guy. It's tough being the one. Pu- I, there are times where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm pushing all these people into what they want to do. It's causing a lot of chaos, mm-hmm. which I know is good. And they do too. Um, it's hard to see. But there's it. a moment when you're like, I just want to, I don't want to keep doing this with them because you're, even I get reactive. You're like, I have to try something different. Yeah. Or maybe you're just like, you know what? No one shop us on. Yeah. <laughs> I've done so, that before. Or we, we've done that with students before where they weren't doing 
the work, and we say work, not like homework, just they weren't in it. They weren't in it. They weren't trying to make changes. And then we, we finally have said, well, maybe this isn't the program for you. And that was enough to like spark the desire to want to, and they completely made changes. Yeah. I think, I think that with our new website structure, I'm so excited to talk about this, that we are going to be able to solve a lot of people's problems. Not, I don't, I think that our new structure that we're going to talk about in a second is going to give people foundational pieces mm-hmm. that will then require... Of our program, require, our current program. Yeah, which will require them to ask more questions. But at least they'll be coming from a place of understanding. So do you want to tell them what's happening? Yeah. So I'm every year we grow. Every year we raise our prices. Every year we create value in our business to be able to raise our prices so that we can charge our worth as coaches and as business owners. Um, so like we posted, we are raising our coaching prices in the new year. And with that, we have a website and we have launched, we are launching in the new year. You'll see a whole store of online classes. So we've basically taken our coaching curriculum and broken them up into mini courses, um, sometimes bigger courses that have three or more classes in it. And then some even boot camps that have 12 classes in them. And there are online classes that you can get to store the hairdresser right there in your living room. And if you want to take it even further, then you can sign up for our coaching program and have access to all of our videos um, that we offer. I think what's going to be really cool is that I, we don't teach technical education. We only teach business education. Um, and emotional intelligence. <laughs> and emotional intelligence, which is business education. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it's hard to always go to a class, and with technology nowadays, you don't need to always show up in person. So for each, every time you buy a class, well, actually, the first time that you purchase a class, you will get a login, and you will have that class forever, and it'll stay on your dashboard. Mm-hmm. And if you own a salon, you can keep that education up in the back room, yeah. and when people are sitting back there or they have downtime, they can watch whatever classes they want, especially if you have the unlimited coaching package. Um, and if you pay for that unlimited package, not only does your whole team get that education and yourself get the education, you get private coaching with one of our team members. So uh, let's say you don't want to do coaching or it's too expensive or it's not something you want to commit to, then just buy whatever classes you want and build your own curriculum. I think this is just going to be kind of the future of um, Everybody's education. Even technical education is moving in this direction of online yeah. classes. So we wanted to be a part of that movement as well. And I think it's great because some people don't know that they need a coach or aren't ready for it or financially can afford it. And so we were limiting ourselves as a business to not be able to reach out to those, especially with our following on Instagram. And so to be able to share with a lot of people that have been following the podcast, thank you, or have been really attentive to our Instagram and our lives and the things that we offer that are free, um, they can go a little bit further, which is really cool. We have 22.3 thousand followers and we, we are coaching less than 1% of them. Yeah. So we know we, which we is took... still amazing. That's still a, <laughs> a big number for a small company, but it's also, it's not enough, especially when my Instagram on my personal Instagram, my whole clientele comes from there. So the right. percentage is so much higher. So we have to look at those kind of analytics and use them to our advantage. And we want to, yeah, we want to, we, we were like, okay, if there's, if we're teaching 1% and then there's 99% that aren't able to do private coaching or come to classes in person, this is a way of reaching out to all of you wherever you live, all over the entire world, um, 
and you can How still can we get, get more to you? More access. I know. I'm I'm excited for it. I'm I think it's gonna be really cool. Yeah, we've been recording. I'm launching a really awesome Instagram class. It's a three class course next week. Um, I'll be doing a whole live about it. So, um, and Instagram has completely new analytics, and we don't like we don't really fully know them, but people gather this information. Mm-hmm. And you're part of like you mentioned earlier in the podcast. You're part of this like um, engagement group, and that's yeah. a thing right now. Yeah, and you'll learn more about that in Sid's class. So, I I just am excited for that kind of content, yeah. just constantly being pushed out. Um, and when you sign up for whether it's private coaching for all the classes or you sign up for one course, you get access forever to our online community forum where you mm-hmm. can message people, get to know each other. There are, you know, um, different topics and threads that you can be part of. So I think it's, I hope that everyone joins in. Yeah, I'm and, excited. And has fun with us. But it's going to be really good. It's going to be good. Or you can come see us in person. We have uh, a lot of in person opportunities coming up. We are launching our new tour. Um, in January, do we want to name, do we want to tell them the name of the tour? Yes. Or do we want to keep that secret? So we are launching a new class. It's our third tour. Our third tour. Yeah. That's so weird. That's it strange. It blows my mind because we were like, we're our, never going to go meet in person. That was our whole like, goal was to We were like, keep it, we're going to do a business coaching I've never traveled this much in my entire life. Online. And then all of a sudden I was like, we're going on tour. And he was like, okay. And I think we should do. We sold out our second one. And now we should we're doing do like third. 50 states. Well, if anybody would like to host us, <laughs> we are looking to. We've almost 50. hit all the states. Yeah. There's a few we haven't been. We to. do have a new student from Iceland, so maybe we can go to I Iceland. I know. I have a call with someone in Spain uh, next week. Well, let oh, that's exciting. I know. Well, let's um the let's tell the name of the class. The new class is going to be called Salon Symptoms, mm-hmm. and it is going to cover everything from rental salons to commission salons and every symptom in between. So a symptom is something that happens when you get sick. You have symptoms of that. <laughs> um <laughs> And we are hoping to cure all of those symptoms. And so we've taken some of the top symptoms that we have seen with salons that are not being run properly or the breakdowns that are happening, and we have created solutions. And we haven't created, if you've ever taken a class with us, we don't do template coaching. Like, we don't say, like, this is the first step, this is the second step. Yeah. Um, It's all about getting individuals to think differently and problem solve on their own. So, yes, we do have solutions, but it is a very interactive, customized experience because I think our classes are really interactive. Yeah. It's not just us talking at you. It's fun mm-hmm. and dramatic sometimes. It's so it, – it's <laughs> such a good time. I am actually going to be in L.A. in, Br- in Bria. It's, it's oh, right on the outskirts of L.A. Okay. In December. December 2nd. Um, December 2nd. And I'm teaching Destroy Bad Business class. And I cannot wait. So if you're in the, the Los Angeles area or outskirts, I would love to see you. You can buy our tickets. Um, you can buy your tickets on theleftbraingroup.com. And which is. Um, or you can DM us if or you, you can DM don't us know how to we'll get give them. give you some links. Um, also. We will be launching the new tour, so new tour dates will come in January. We'll be at Bayou St. Blanc in New Orleans in the end of January, and then we will be at Hair Camp. Oh, yeah. We'll be at Hair Camp in, in April. April. Yeah, yeah, so we got a while. But in Ohio. Still, I know. Is it still? It's still cold. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's still going to be chilly. Not, just, not that bad, but. I just think spring should be hot, but it's not, not in the Midwest. Global warming. So. <laughs> it's okay. You're I'll from Florida. Bring a coat. <laughs> bring a light coat. But we're going to be um, 
We're going to be, yeah, traveling all over. And then we're launching our new tour at the end of January at Bayou St. Blonde. So if you are going to Bayou St. Blonde, you will have first dibs on um, getting us to come to your space and teach our class. So I'm excited for that. But all these changes are kind of culminating to 2020, and it's going to be a big I know. We're in a whole new decade. So if you have questions about any of the changes... If you want to find out how you can benefit from the changes, if you want to know more about private coaching or classes, just DM us on Instagram. We do everything on Instagram. If you're in leadership and you feel like you can't stop micromanaging and you're having breakdowns, please call us. We will help you. We are honoring all old pricing until New Year. <laughs> oh, that's true. If, you, if you've been thinking about jumping into private one-on-one coaching. Now is the time. Now is the time because we are January 1st, new prices are going. They're going up a lot. New so. website, new prices. New hair, maybe. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. New offers. I've been working out like a mad woman. Maybe I'll, like, have this, like, maybe I'll be taller. I don't even know how working out works. Maybe maybe my skin will be tanner. I don't know. No, my I'm, eyes be bluer. I'm excited for all the travel. So if you are interested, if you want to get a head start, and if you're interested in hosting our Salon Symptoms class in the new year, you can DM us, just letting us know that you want us to come to your salon. And we will connect you with Aaron from the Left Brain Group, and we'll hook you up. Yeah. I think, but I do think we should try 50 states. Yeah. Maybe we should do We're that. already, like, it already feels like we're we going to 50 We should just be like, places. we're doing a 50-state tour. Yeah. Emily, what do you think of that? Oh, we have Emily with yeah, us. I mean, now. Emily is taking yes. over for we'll take you. Rich, because Rich is sick, correct? We hate you, Rich. Just kidding. We don't He's at him. the other studio, actually. Uh, <laughs> Rich is loser. totally fine. Uh, okay. Then. So mad. <laughs> <laughs> but we love you now. We're you glad win. Emily's You're here. <laughs> love it. Thanks. Glad to be here. Emily's, we just have to give him Emily, a hard time. Emily's not used to... Do people ask you to talk with them at the end of their podcasts? Sometimes. Uh, you know, this is the first time I've like fully interacted, I guess you could say. Aww. <laughs> She's you got have a fun good hair. podcast voice. Yeah, Thanks. You, you have fun hair. What, what? Do you have any fun salon hair stories? Or bad hair stories? Or horror stories? Oh, God. Uh... I mean, I have I have mostly good hair experiences. I'm actually okay. going to get my hair cut on Saturday, which I'm yeah. so excited about because I've been growing <laughs> this out from a haircut for like a year now. It's super cute. Same. Thanks. I'm growing mine out as well. That's what we do in the fall, yeah. towards the fall. So, again, if you have any questions, I think we're done. We've told them everything. Yeah. We've hung out with Emily. I told them that I'm getting bit. Your dogs are attacking dogs you. dogs are crazy. We have a if new... If anybody knows of a good trainer in New York, please message me. <laughs> <laughs> They're not attacking me. They're attacking each other, and I got in the way. So, <laughs> Sid's riding a dog fighting ring. If you're interested <laughs> in her Upper East Side apartment, um, <sighs> we have all of our new classes, all of our new tour dates coming out, and please check out our online classes. Um, the link is in the bio for whatever class is available, and then eventually the store will open up probably in the middle of next week. So, goodbye, <laughs> and we'll see you very goodbye. We'll see you very farewell. Soon. <laughs>